Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, January 11th, 2021. House Democrats have the votes, they say, to move ahead with impeaching President Trump for the second time in his presidency, this time charging him with incitement of insurrection. We'll discuss that, plus the Republican Party tearing itself apart as it tries to figure out how to hold Donald Trump and his allies to account while also trying to move forward. And finally, in light of last week's events and where we currently are as a nation, President-elect Biden announces the theme for his inaugural, America United. Today, House Democrats formally introduced their resolution to impeach President Donald Trump. It's one article of impeachment, and it is charging the president with incitement of insurrection. They already have more than 218 co-sponsors on this article of impeachment. They have the votes to move ahead with impeaching the president. Now, this is going to come after they try to exhaust this other option about forcing the vice president legislatively to invoke the 25th Amendment, meaning he and the cabinet getting together and agreeing to invoke the amendment and removing Donald Trump from office. Here's the problem with that. Vice President Pence has shown zero inclination to partake in the process of invoking the 25th Amendment, which also would get totally hung up in a lot of legal back and forth. So there doesn't seem to be a perfect solution here for how Congress, especially the Democrats in Congress, can remove Donald Trump from office prior to the inauguration of Joe Biden at noon on the 20th of January. But they are going to try this avenue of having a resolution asking Vice President Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment. They tried to do that by unanimous consent today. That failed. They're going to move on and vote on it as a regular order resolution tomorrow. They are also now moving ahead with impeachment. And now the debate is going to become about, well, if you pass an article of impeachment this week, perhaps as soon as Wednesday... Can there be a Senate trial that actually removes President Trump prior to his term expiring? And there's a debate among Democrats about whether or not that trial should take place right away, that the notion that Joe Biden would start his administration and have it be completely consumed by an impeachment trial for his predecessor, who's already left office, is not the most attractive, certainly to Biden world and to a lot of Democrats in Washington. Biden took a question today when he was getting his second vaccine shot, and he said he's thinking that perhaps the Senate can conduct the impeachment trial on a parallel path with doing its everyday business about getting his nominees passed and getting his legislative agenda, first among it, COVID relief passed. The question is whether or not, for example, if the House moves forward, which they obviously are, with the impeachment and send it over to the Senate, can you go half day on dealing with the impeachment and half day getting my people nominated and confirmed in the Senate, as well as uh, moving on the package. That is yet another indication about how Joe Biden and his team are trying to navigate their way through this barreling train that Democrats are leaving the station with. However, we heard today from Steny Hoyer, number two Democrat in the House, David Cicilline, one of the Judiciary Committee members who's leading the charge on impeachment, they want this to go immediately over to the Senate, and they want to force Mitch McConnell's hand in bringing the Senate back and getting a trial underway. And we also haven't seen the actual legal arguments pro and con 
for holding a Senate trial for an already departed president. Clearly, the focus would be less about getting him out of his office because he'd be gone and more about that second vote that comes with conviction in impeachment, which is preventing him from holding federal elected office again. Here's what else matters today. The Republican Party is really splitting apart at the seams here. So what do you see now? that we are in this moment in American history. So you see people like Lisa Murkowski, the Republican senator from Alaska, or Pat Toomey, the Republican senator from Pennsylvania, coming out and saying they think Donald Trump should resign. I mean, think about that for a second. A Republican senator coming out and calling for Trump to resign, that didn't seem thinkable all that long ago. So the earth has shifted. By no means is this the majority position of Republicans right now. In fact, what is so infuriating is that the majority Republican position at the moment seems to be, whoa, 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 we need to heal. We need to come together. Impeachment is divisive. No talk about accountability before reconciliation, which is required. No talk about how they want to hold President Trump accountable and their fellow colleagues, many of whom, the majority of whom voted in the House to support the obstruction and objection to the Electoral College vote count even after the Capitol was attacked. I mean, these are people who aided and abetted the seditious nature of what was occurring last Wednesday. And they now are all saying, well, whoa, Democrats, impeachment is way too divisive. I mean, that is an argument that should be thrown out the window instantly. It just doesn't hold water. This is nuts. And it cannot be allowed to stand that Republicans just get to call for unity. There has to be accountability before reconciliation. Give you the most absurd example of this. Roy Blunt, okay, he's in the leadership in the United States Senate for Republicans. And Roy Blunt went on CBS yesterday and suggested that the Republicans can't hold a Senate in the trial and how divisive this would be. And Donald Trump would learn his lesson. Give a listen. My personal view is uh, that the president touched the hot stove on Wednesday and is unlikely to touch it again. I mean, can Roy Blunt seriously think that that makes sense, that the president touched the hot stove and now he knows and he what? I mean, what world is he living in? Roy Blunt should be a more serious person than that absurd soundbite from him this weekend allows for. It's just crazy. This reckoning that is going to go on inside the Republican Party, it's going to begin as an intra-party conversation as it is right now. But just you wait until the country at large and voters begin to weigh in on this debate going forward. And finally today, it is against all of this backdrop that Joe Biden's inaugural committee announced the theme of his upcoming inaugural ceremonies. America united. I don't know how America is actually going to piece itself together in terms of the context of our politics, in the terms of the context of how we view our democratic governing. But Joe Biden is remaining committed to this notion. And here's the thing. One of his first acts as president, along with Vice President-elect Harris, will be to go with their spouses to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington National Cemetery And it won't just be the Bidens and Kamala Harris and her husband, Doug Emhoff. They will be joined by former President Barack Obama and his wife, Michelle, former President George W. Bush and his wife, Laura, former President Bill Clinton and his wife, former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton. That's going to be a powerful image. That is going to show America that the Trump era is over. 
something else is going to take its place. But in no way will those images be able to reflect just how hard that work is going to be given where we currently are as a country. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, tomorrow, tune in to Citizen by CNN. We're going to present What Next America, where I'll join Dana Bash, John King, and Abby Phillip to talk all things impeachment, insurrection, and the path forward. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can RSVP at CNN.com slash Citizen 2021. We'll talk to you tomorrow.